welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What's going on? Goni, Wayne, how are you guys? Looking fresh tonight? What's up, brethren? 40 minutes late. You were 40 minutes late. Oh, man. There he is. Now we can all move on. All right, we're going to get right into the questions. We're going to be efficient. Got a bunch of good ones. We have to be efficient because you were 40 minutes late. Man, right to it. No intro. Hey, Mad Mob. This is it. Getting right to it. Question number one. Getting, getting right to it. If you want personality, Wayne can host. If we want views, Goni can host. If you want just brass tacks, I'll host. We've all got our niche. Fair enough. We're hitting Reddit. We're answering people's dynasty questions today, as we'll be doing all off season. Man, I've got some spicy meatballs for you today. Raptor Jesus 2012. It's a 12 team half point PPR super flex. Side A, AJ Brown and George Pickens. Side B, Garrett Wilson and Devonta Smith. Which do you prefer? Side B. Side B. Absolutely. You said Devonta Smith and, and who? Garrett Wilson or yeah. AJ Brown and George Pickens. Yeah, give me give me side B on that one. Give me all the youth for both of them. Granted, everyone's young in this this trade, but I mean Devonta Smith was a wide receiver one this year. He finished a wide receiver nine on the season. Garrett Wilson just looks like he's going to be a stud in the future. So, I mean, you have two guys capable of putting up wide receiver one numbers, really. And Pickens, while I think he's going to be good, I just I don't trust uh, Pickett there yet. So, I mean, that's where I'm at. We've seen what we got out of Pickett, right? I don't, I don't know if Pickett's going to be. Granted, it was his rookie year and all that, and I'm always willing to look past it, but he didn't really have any, like, flashes that made me think he's going to evolve into you know a, a stud fantasy quarterback the o-line was egregious in that as well but that being said even if they get better like they signed deontay johnson they got pat fryermuth they got Najee harris there's just a lot of mouths that i don't know that george pickens can be a consistent guy that eats but garrett wilson and devonta smith can yeah uh, is AJ Brown the best player in this trade? Yeah, yeah. Right now, at least, it's a classic one and four for the two and three type trade. It's just how bad do you you know how bad do you do you view the four? I agree with you guys. It's Garrett Wilson and Devonta. I think Garrett Wilson is a just is a dude. Uh fourteen team superflex. Handsome Chris wants to know. If he should give up his 203, 214, 2024 first, and Tony Pollard for the 102. Tony Pollard, 24 1 and 2 seconds for the 102. It's too much. It's a super flex. So that's be for Bijan, Bryce, or Stroud, depending on his roster. It's too much for me. That is a lot. That is an absolute lot. Especially if he said he had the 203. He was giving up the 203 and the 214. That's right. So chances are he probably has the 203 or the 103. Huh? His team, his team worth. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he may have finished as like the third worst team in the league. So he might need pieces to get there. I don't know. I'm I'm just going off of, you know, the pieces I'm putting together here. But I'm kind of with Wayne as well. I mean, I know it is a 14-team league. But at that point, I feel like I'd rather take the shots. You just have extra shots. You have two, two second-rounders that you're going to have kind of dart throws on. And then a first-rounder next year. Tony Pollard could be pretty solid and increase his value next season. Mm-hmm. As well, so yeah, I'm, that's where I'm at with it. If Tony Pollard goes to, 
I don't know, let's say, give me a team. Give me a team that needs a running back. The Dallas Cowboys. Okay, if he stays at Dallas, yeah, yeah, he's he's a stud piece. But if he goes to somewhere, let's say Washington, let's say he's a handcuff to Brian Robinson out there. Does that, you know, to me, he's just a wild card man. His landing spot means everything to me. I don't know that he's landing spot proof, if that means anything. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense, but I'm. The Cowboys want him back, man. They're probably going to franchise tag him. At least that's the whisper in the bushes right now. Honestly, I'd like to try and just – I'd rather keep him and then have people play this game next year. To me – Let him have another season. If he eats, then his value rises, and then let someone else play that game next year because he's not going to be franchised twice by the Cowboys. To to me, in a 14-team Superflex, too, I take a little bit more – I value draft picks a little bit more because you you don't even have to hit directly in the bullseye for you to have a viable option in your starting lineup. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to hit trip twenties on that throw for it to for it, for that player to be a starter for your team. So the draft picks have a greater chance to get you a starter in a fourteen team league. So I just don't know that I could give up three picks plus Tony for the 102. And and also with that, in, in the Superflex, the quarterbacks are valued heavier, so you're going to have position players that normally might not slip in a one-quarterback league. You'd, you'd be able to get closer to like the 203 because more quarterbacks are generally going to go off the board in the first round than obviously in a one-quarterback. Yeah. And two very good points. Uh, very good points. Atherius, it's a PPR 12-team league. Should he trade his 201 for a 2025 first? No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because you don't know what's there. You have no clue what's there. Last year's draft was poopy. If you had, If you had anything other than the first pick, you you lost in this draft. I mean, obviously there was a there was a few that you picked, but I'm just talking from like a preseason rookie draft perspective. If the 25th, if if the 2025 draft is like last year's draft, then the 101 is the only pick that matters. I just it's a crap. It's too far out, too far out for me to give up a pick. Unless I know I'm getting the number one pick. Unless the dude that you're trading with is garbage and you know you're going to get like the number one. I highly I think, doubt that's going to be the case. I think in these kind of trades, it's it's who you're trading with, right? Like the, the league mate you're trading with, is he a scab? Is he going to play the waivers? Or, you know, if he's super active, I'm probably staying away and taking the 201. This guy has the worst roster in the league. He's he's got the two hundred one, which means he also has the one hundred one. So, I mean, he's gonna need to build. He's got a lot of work to do. If you think, pretty much, I'm with Beggs though on that. You have to. You obviously have to know your league. That's always gonna help you in trades. Know who you're trading with, their strengths and weaknesses, what they like and don't like. Um, but also, honestly, if if you think that the league is going to hang around, because a lot of dynasties kind of go under, but if you think the league is going to hang around to 2025, I would probably do it. I would probably do it. You're not going to turn your team around in, in a year. I know that's three drafts away, but I don't know. I don't know. I think there's the value do it. 201 here, man. I mean, I mean, this last draft, you had Pierce and Pickens right around the 201. I'll take that from a 201. That's fair. That's fair. That's just hard to find them. Yeah. That's it what I'm is. saying. I mean, hindsight's 2020. Like, obviously, we, I mean, if we knew, like you said, Damian Pierce was a good snag. Kenneth Walker. Like, if we if we knew what we knew now and then we – redrafted the rookie draft i mean we you know picks one through six are valuable that's it but you know you just isaiah pacheco isaiah pacheco went undrafted in a lot of leagues depending on when you drafted he'd he'd absolutely go i think in the first round now 
if yeah, we, and, we did the draft over again. And the 101 hit for you. I mean, if you had the 101, it hit for you for sure. But the 102 didn't really hit for you. So that's why I'm kind of like the 2025, I don't know. Like it's a dark throw unless you got the first pick because most of the time it doesn't hit. You just got to hope that you get a Kenneth Walker, you get a, a George Pickens, or you get a Pacheco or something like that later on. That's that's why I'm kind of – I'd kind of rather just keep my 2-1. Okay. Red pill stepdad. Now, I don't know if this is a super flex or not, so keep that in your mind. Back your mind. Side A is the 202 and the 302. Side B is Antonio Gibson and Jordan Love. Let's assume it's not a super flex because that's way too cheap of a asking price if it's a super flex. So let's say it's a 1QB. I don't if do it's it. A one QB, then yeah, the Jordan Love is worthless in a t- in a one quarterback league. Do you like the straight up three hundred two for Antonio Gibson? I don't think so. I mean, he'll be he'll be okay next year, but he's. I mean, Brian Robinson came straight into the league and took his job after getting shot. I mean. Before getting shot, and, and then he got though. shot, I mean, and then he recovered, and then took his job again. Yeah, I'd probably do it though. Still, a two hundred two and a three hundred two. I mean, what do you what do you get in there? I like the two hundred two, especially in this year's draft. I mean, that's fine. I'm not saying Gibson is going to be anything phenomenal. It's it's more so just a you know what he can do for you when he starts. This is probably his last year with Washington. He can get a role somewhere else if need be. He could be a trade candidate. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you could do worse than with with the two hundred two and three hundred two. I agree. Okay, three hundred two so, might not play a game for you ever. You might uh, just cut the three hundred two at some point. Like I'm just saying, the odds and everything. I, at least I know what Gibson is. I don't know what a three hundred two is. Two hundred two, like we said, you can get a, you can get a player there. Absolutely. You can get a player there that could be valuable. You just don't know. It's, I don't know. That's just my take on it. Okay. So, going to mark you down there for a yes and two no's. I think, Wayne, you were a no on that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wayne and I are all in on this draft. We're all in on this draft. We're, we're both 40 minutes late, but we're all in on the draft. Dubbin. Dubbin? DBN MLN. What's he trying to say there, man? Dubbin Millen. Dubbin Millen. Dubbin Millen. The 108 in Hollywood Brown for Jalen Hurts and a one quarterback. Too much? Mm. It's a little too much for me. But I'm high on Hollywood. I was going to ask... I was going to ask your opinion, man. You're in love with Hollywood, so I mean... you probably wouldn't do Hollywood straight up for Jalen Hurts in a one quarterback. <laughs> I, I just think when you got to see what Hollywood Brown can be when he's the focal point of the offense, he was phenomenal on a bad team. I mean, nothing's going to change next year. They're going to be bad again. He put up good numbers. He's a wide receiver one before he got hurt. It's too rich for my blood. Probably with you on there. I don't know if Jalen Hurts scores twelve touchdowns on the ground again next year. He he was he was really good, but yeah, uh, Hollywood Brown is kind of slept on. I think, especially where he finished for the year, he he's going to be slept on going into next year. And if D Hop isn't playing for them next year, he's out of there, bro. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. He's. I think gone. he's got. He's got back end WR one potential for sure. That which if, that's dependent on Kyler, honestly. Yeah, if it's Hollywood in a second, do you do it? Probably not. Not in a one quarterback. Not if I'm the Jalen Hurts owner. So that's just a lose lose, but both ways. All right, Dads of America. It's a ten team, one quarterback league. He's giving away Jetta. He has, 
I'm not even sure what he's trying to say here. He has give and he has veteran 101 with Jefferson in parentheses. So maybe this is like a some sort of a weird keeper league or something. He's getting a veteran 106 in the rookie draft 105. Do you guys know what that is? How to interpret that? So what it is basically is to my interpretation of it is there's it's basically a keeper and you wherever you keep a guy he picked Jetta at the 101 last year so basically instead of he can either choose to keep Jetta and forfeit that pick or basically the strategy is generally is like if you can find diamonds in the rough like say this year's um Jalen Hurts you can choose to keep Jalen Hurts and now you don't have a sixth round pick um, as opposed to where someone keeping Jetta, they lose a first round pick. So everyone that's keeping a guy that they picked in the first round, they forfeit their pick. So there might only be like, you know, a couple in there. So basically, the question is Jetta for what you said, the 105 and 106 or something? The 106 and a rookie 105. No, I keep Jetta all day still. That's easy. Yeah. I see. Okay, I, I missed one. It's the 106, the rookie 105, and the 405. Yeah, still no. Okay. No thanks. Dads of America, I hope that's what you were intending. If we went on a three-minute tangent, and that's not what you meant at all, we hate your guts. Either way, keep Jetta, man. Just do it. Keep Jetta. Butts on a train. Gainwell in the 309 for a 24-second. Nah, I'll keep Gainwell. I we want to see what he's got last next night. Yeah, we did. We did. We were watching the Super Bowl together, Mad Mob, and uh, Wayne and I have Gainwell on our dynasty squad, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he's got next year. I mean, I don't know if he he's going to be necessarily the starter, but I think the role increases. And what is the second round pick going to get you in 2024? So keep the no mystery clue. box. Yeah. Keep the mystery box, see what he does next year. It might be surprising. The Eagles run the ball more than almost every team in the league, so it can't hurt. Yeah. Came on strong at the end of the year. Finds Pater. Finds Pater. Pater. Catches the football out of the backfield also. You're keeping game well. Wayne, where did he come out of college? Same place Gibson did. Can he Gainwell? I'm almost certain he did. You're right. I'm wrong, God. What college was that? Man. What college was that? Because you're right. I, I was wrong. I thought he was at a temple. It was not temple. It wasn't. It wasn't temple. It was like... Uh... I'll tell you which one it wasn't. It wasn't Arkansas. Am I right? You're right. It was not Arkansas. All right. Let's go. I'm, I'm two for two. I'm two for two here. It's an Wayne, animal mascot. Animal mascot, not SEC. It was a school. It's included in a challenge I gave you guys about team mascots. It was the last school you guys got, and you got it. Venmo G each, five bucks. Memphis? Memphis. Memphis. There you go, boys. This is an easy one. Wayne, I'll, I'll hear from you first on this one. Gardner 891, 12-team super flex. Eckler for the 102, straight up. Yeah, reluctantly. Go on. Yeah, I feel like you have to, man. Get out while the getting's good. 102 is probably some of the best you're going to get as far as picks go. I would take it. Yeah, you're never getting better value for Eckler here, ever. He's only going to go down from here, right? Yeah, I mean, he he had a running back three finish and a running back one finish. This is There is nowhere to go but down, man. Similar yeah. to Derrick Henry a couple of years ago after the 2,000 yards. He's not going to reach that ever again. Agreed. Mounties, one, two, three, four, five, nine, six. It's a 12-team, half PPR. It's a three-wide receiver, three-running back, two-flex league. Playing a lot of players. Send Justin Jefferson in the 111 
receive Jonathan Taylor, DK Metcalf in the 108. For Jetta, what? Jonathan Jetta, Taylor, DK Metcalf in the 108? Jetta in 111. For Jonathan Taylor, DK in the 108. No. Nah. Is that an egregious nah, though? You're thinking about it. Uh, I'm not. I'm Is it because of Taylor? If JT didn't no, suck this year, I'd think about it. It's because Jetta in a first round together in the same sentence, I want everything from you. Like I'm I'm one of those guys that if I have Jetta or Chase, I need a monster overpay. Unless your team sucks and you need a hundred pieces, then it's gonna take a massive overpay for me. It's a half PPR. I'm just gonna be devil's advocate. It's a half PPR. It's a three running back league, so running backs are very valuable, right? If Kirk Cousins leaves Minnesota, Jetta could be stuck with because he Minnesota is not letting him walk out of there. He's gonna be stuck with a rookie QB. May not matter. Jonathan Taylor's got a chance, man. I mean, I know he had a bad year. I mean, the Colts were abysmal as an organization last year. What if JT's an RB1? If I if I could guarantee you he was an RB1 next year, do you do the trade? See, uh, the thing is, though, it's an RB1 and a wide receiver, too, that you're getting back. Maybe. What was else? DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf DK has WR1 potential. Yeah. The 108. He does, but how much better that's if you believe in geno smith to do it again this year geno smith played the best he could possibly play I, i'll answer you if i could have a guaranteed rb1 finish out of jt i'd do it but i personally i don't think that'll happen so i'm not doing the trade okay this was a little harder for me than it was for you going i, I was leaning more way where i'm kind of thinking about this one uh mm-hmm. Does Jetta scare you at all when Kirk Cousins leaves, or do you just think he's quarterback proof? I think he's quarterback proof personally. I don't think he's the eternal wide receiver one, um, but I like him. I like him a whole lot. DK, he's a wide receiver too, for the most part, is what it is. He's got wide receiver one potential. We'll see what happens with Geno Smith. I think I think Jonathan Taylor absolutely can be a running back one. Uh, again this year like he he had a good stretch over the the back half of the year where he's putting up numbers so i mean it's not out of reach it's just um it's hard to come off a generational talent like that so like uh, it's like i was saying though if you need pieces if you need pieces yeah then sell justin jefferson absolutely if everything else is weak because the depth that you're playing with i can understand in a 10 a 10 team league you know adding another running back and wide receiver um Pull the pull the, pull the one eleven back. You don't need to throw it in there, and you got a deal. Okay, I'm with that. Pull the one eleven back. I don't think you need it. Chief ninety nine. Wayne, just to keep your eyes open. Ten team superflex PPR. McLaurin and Deontay, or Garrett Wilson and Calvin Ridley. Garrett Wilson. Mm. Garrett Wilson and Calvin or McLaurin and Deontay? Garrett Wilson. Calvin just scares me so much. But I love Garrett. Love Garrett. He loves Deontay Johnson more, though, I think. I'm going McLaurin, DJ. There it is. Man. Go anywhere uh, you do. I'm taking Garrett Wilson and Calvin Ridley on that one. I am, too. I'm higher on Calvin than both you guys are. Jacksonville looks good, boys. Jacksonville looks good, but Garrett Wilson, man, I feel like the the ceiling is is phenomenal for this guy. Get him a quarterback, man. Stop playing with Zach Wilson. Yeah, and the fact that Deontay just looks cheeks. I mean, he had he he had no juice this year. He's a volume play. That's all he's ever been is a volume play, man. He's he's nothing crazy. He's just a volume PPR guy. He had some yeah. great catches last year. He just yeah. uh, again he had some bad, great drops too. Uh, again, bad quarterback play, and and the quarterback having zero time. 
bad offensive line mixed with a bad quarterback. I mean, not no no Steelers receivers are really going to produce. So yeah, Ezox, Metcalf for Kirk and the one hundred eight. Ooh. And, uh, keep and it just standard? No, PPR. No. I'm keeping DK. No, like Superflex. It's not a Superflex? It is a Superflex. Oh. Superflex PPR. Sorry if I didn't say that. Here's this why is, I like This DK. is really a what do you what do you think about Kirk Cousins? Or I'm sorry, uh, C- Christian Kirk. This is yeah. really what do you think about it? Was it a fluke this year? Or is he going to do it again? This is the... Where you're planting the flag, and since you believe so much in Calvin Ridley, uh, I can see why that would probably sway you off of it. I D, DK, I know you say he's a perennial wide receiver too, but I mean you've seen him put up good numbers with two different quarterbacks. He's an athletic freak. He's a baby still. Played well after getting paid. I, I believe in DK, man. And Tyler Lockett's gonna gonna be gone soon. There's more targets. When he's got two more years. Dude, he's 30. What is he, 31? He's 30. He's, he might be 31 next year when the I season mean, starts. I mean, at some point, he's got to drop off. Why? He doesn't take hits. That man smashes <laughs> smashes the X button on the Xbox controller. Every time he, he catches the ball, he dives at your feet. That man is immortal, bro. <laughs> Father time, man. He's undefeated. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, though. I'll, I probably keep DK. Uh, whether Christian Kirk does it again or not this year, you have to think they bring back Evan Ingram in the addition of Calvin Ridley. It it could eat into the targets. I think Trevor Lawrence kind of takes another step forward the next year, though. Um, but yeah, I like DK. Just the raw talent. Give me the raw talent in DK Metcalf. Wangeman? Agreed. J-Lift 780. It's a 12-team half PPR. Joe Mixon in a 24-1 or the 103 in a 2024 third. So it's Joe Mixon in a 24-1 or the 103 in a 24 third rounder. Send it. I'd rather have the 103. I think I agree with you, Wayne. Ugh. I think Joe Mixon falls off a cliff this year. 100%. Uh, I don't see it be. I don't think he's an RB1 this year. He probably won't be in my RB1 rankings to, when uh, we put those out. Well, this is the way too early, by the way, but what just if looking at it right now. What if they draft What's nobody? What if they draft nobody? Yeah, what if they don't draft a running back? I don't care. <laughs> The identity has changed, sir. It took about five weeks for them to realize that Joe Burrow is the man for some reason. It was five weeks too many. Nothing went wrong after they flipped the switch and went pass heavy for the rest of the season. Joe Burrow is the identity of the team now. Joe Mixon no longer the run game, none of that. They shifted away, similar to how we talked about with the Vikings and Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook used to be the focal point of the offense, and everything fed off of that. Now it's Jetta. And now with the Bengals, Joe Mixon, man, he got his volume this year. He wasn't very effective, buoyed by that 155-point game. I just don't think he's that dude anymore. He he was buoyed by a 55-point game, but he also missed a couple games. It's, true. it's not like he was great, though, aside from that, though. I mean, he finished as an RB1, missing several games. He missed, like, two or three. At a position where a lot of guys missed a game or two. I don't know. I mean, regardless, I'm sending Joe Mixon. Uh, this offense is just so pass-heavy, and they used P. Ryan a lot more than I'm comfortable um, with as a Mixon owner. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I, I hate crossing my fingers every time I – one of my fantasy players plays. I'd rather just take a, a guy that I know is going to get fed the ball and you just mix and just doesn't get fed. You're just crossing your fingers for a breakout run or for a touchdown. 
So you're taking the 103, Wayne? Yeah. Clean sweep. Wayne, coming back to you, Two Glove Mafia, 1986. It's a two-quarterback dynasty, 10-team PPR. He gives up Ridley for 224 seconds. Yeah. Go. Nah, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what I got. Yes. I'm gonna see what I got, bro. Yes. Yeah. I, I feel like. Yeah, dude. Um, gotta see what you got. Uh, I know the man hasn't played football in two years, and I haven't been the kindest to Calvin Ridley uh, recently. But you have to see what you got, man. He was a wide receiver one before he left. He's gonna have that ring rust, as Wayne likes to say. But if he's that dude, if he's even a wide receiver two, I'd rather be on that side than the two dart throws. Wayne, what is it about Calvin Ridley that you would sell him off for two seconds? He hasn't played in years, and he's not even going back to the same offense. And it's just, it's it, you're saying you would rather have Ridley than the two dart throws? Ridley's a dart throw to me. Yeah, but that's fine. He's a pro bowler. He was a pro bowler years ago. He was a pro bowler. He was a pro bowler. I mean, that's what I... He was a pro bowler years ago with Matt Ryan playing at MVP level. Uh, I don't know about MVP level, but... um, Yeah, I don't know. I I don't take issue with that, though. He's just on that side of it, as opposed to this side of it. Just think Calvin Ridley is going to – has a chance to be okay. I'm willing to be wrong on Calvin Ridley for two second-round picks. That's that's basically what I'm trying to say here. I'm not guaranteeing, um, you know, future results. Quick hitter. A vertical moose. 12-team half PPR. A 20-25 second for DJ Chark. No. You think the lion? You don't think JMO steals some time? A tw- giving up a twenty twenty five second for DJ Chark is that what what I heard yeah. correctly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, DJ Chark isn't worth anything. <laughs> DJ okay. Chark is trash. Trash, Wayne. Sorry, DJ Chark, if you're listening. Yeah, that's absolutely not. Give me my pick. DJ Chark is one of those guys that he's going to give you five points a week and sit on your bench and then randomly have like a 22-point game and then you might accidentally start him for another two weeks where he'll get you collective six. Facts. Essentially, he's got no future. I don't like guys that have no future. And DJ Chark has no future. Very true. 1337 V Sloth 14. It's a 10-teamer. PPR. Give the 103, the 109, receive the 104, the 108, and J.K. Dobbins. Give the 103, the 109, receive the 104, the 108, and J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. I'll do it. I'm smashing it, boys. I'll do that. I don't know that there's a huge difference between the 103 and the 104 in this rookie draft, personally. Wayne, I know you've you've done a lot of research into it. What do you think? Yep, you got plenty to choose from. I mean, you might even you're obviously going to miss out on Bijan, uh, but you got the you got two TCU running backs that you can you can pick from you can probably get tank with your 108 honestly and then you've got three young running backs if you go 104 108 yeah we're smashing it um <clears throat> bad takes going 12 team ppr he's got extreme wide receiver depth Give Peoples Jones and Alan Lazard for Kamara. He's a contender, obviously. Kamara's getting suspended, my boy. Kamara is getting suspended, and you're giving up trash and scraps. The guy, the guy that's trying to trade with him is is looking for just upside, which I can't blame him for. 
Kamara, I would, you know, in any other year say probably yes, just because you can probably match, you know, mix them in and mix them out based on, you know, the matchup play on a weekly basis. But that man's getting suspended for sure. He's on the downslide. He's on the decline. They don't, he doesn't get passes out of the backfield like he used to. He's not an effective runner between the tackles. It's just, uh, I would, I would try and get a, better running back or at least one that's going to be more available shouldn't be hard to find yeah that's uh still wait uh quick one here wayne dj moore in the 205 or london in the 210 Mm, london in the 210 Goni. london in the 210 how the mighty have fallen it used to be uh dj oe for wayne and it is no longer. Smart man. Yarvi, 12-team Superflex PPR. Superflex. So, Wayne, I'm going to let you uh, take a crack at this one. 107, 110, and a 24 first. So, three ones for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. He yep. looks the part, doesn't he? He looks really good, and it's it's gonna. Uh, they're 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 betting on him. They're going out. They're getting him weapons, and I think he's a great quarterback. But I don't know something about a quarterback that doesn't run. Those are the guys that like I really really hold on to, um, and he just doesn't run. So if you're throwing that many firsts at me, I feel like I have a good shot at being able to replace um, a passing quarterback. No. Oh, I thought you were – isn't the guy trading away the three firsts? Yes. Yeah. So trade would you trade his the three, three first firsts for Trevor Lawrence? I'm not making that yeah. trade. The one second. <laughs> I love it, bro. He sends us down this rabbit hole and at the end just flips the script right at the end. Oh, dude. I know, man. I know. Well, three firsts is a lot to ask for. And that was immediately what I was thinking of uh, before Wayne said it. The pocket passing quarterbacks, it's very, very difficult for them to get up into that top six, I guess we'll call it, usually in a 12 team top six QB land this year. It was Joe Burrow at number four, I believe. And everyone else had, Oh, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, obviously at number one, but I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to be thrown for 5,000 yards next year. Probably anytime soon. Do you give so, three first for Lamar? No. <laughs> Wayne, no, you, the only, the only guys I'm giving three firsts for, uh-huh. Is like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, possibly Burrow, Herbert. I'm not doing that for Herbert. Right, right now, right now, after the year Herbert had, it's kind of hard, man. I, I feel like it's an overpay. I'd want to catch Herbert on the cheaper than Norm going into this year you're paying full price for him still after a discount year that's what i'm really trying to say on that jalen hurts it, it it's a gamble you'd be paying top tier price for a guy that you've only seen do it one year as well so i think those are going to be my three that i'd be like i'll i'm content with trading three firsts for so no to answer your question no sorry so that'll be a universal no from all three of us you you're overpaying bro I'm Mr. Manager. Bateman or Donovan Peoples-Jones? Donovan Peoples-Jones. Bateman. You know, my gut tells me Donovan Peoples-Jones. So my gut tells me, but I think Bateman's infinitely more talented. And I'm going to take a stab, and I'm going to hope that Bateman... It's a new OC that knows how to pass. You know what else they're going to get? 
Lamar back. A new wide receiver. They're going to get a new wide receiver. He's not going to be the guy next year. It might help. It might help him to to not get the one every week, honestly. It might. It might. But the pie's so small there, it it might probably won't help him. Yeah. He's just got that first round talent going. I mean, that's what I'm going with here. To me, these are the same player, right? I mean, essentially. Yeah. We're talking about Donovan Peoples-Jones and Rashad Bateman. So, yeah, dude, I'm oh, I'm not going to scoff at you for, for taking Rashad Bateman by any means when I'm on the Peoples-Jones side. All right. So, Mega Mind Mountain Money. He's got a heck of a trade here, boys. It's a three-team trade. He wants to know which side wins. It's a 12-team. It's a super flex, which is important. And it's a half PPR. There's a lot going on here, so I'm going to go slow. Team A gives up Mac Jones, the 110, and the 111. They get Javonta Williams, Kadarius Tony, and a 24 first. So Team A give away Mac Jones, the 110, 111, get Javonta Williams, Kadarius Tony, and a 24 first. Already feels way light to me. Just off the cuff in a super flex. Team B gives Deshaun Javonta Williams, receives Mac Jones, the 110 and the 111. Team C gives up Kadarius Tony in a 24 first and gets Deshaun. I'm Team A. Team A all day. Team A felt one. light to me, man. It felt really I'm, light. I'm liking Team B. In a super flex, Mac Jones, the 110 and the 111. That's a mm-hmm. lot. It's a, for, for, Mac, for for Kadarius Tony, Javante Williams, and a 24 first. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I'm more so banking. I like Kadarius Tony going into next year. I okay. like Javante Williams going into next year as well. And you get a first back. You get a 24 first back. Mac Jones is nothing special to me. He's he's a super flex. He's going to only ever stay in your super flex spot. He's maybe a top 20 quarterback, question mark? Uh, for fantasy, I doubt it, though. Exactly. You see that face? You see that face right there? You know it. Mac Jones is not good. That's my quarterback for my real-life team. And I'm not... It's a super flex. He still has okay. value. Okay, because he's at the quarterback position. That's why he has the value, huh? Exactly. That's the only reason. I'm I'm good, dude. I can I can find someone off waivers if I need to. Was it a ten or Probably a twelve not. team? It's a twelve. Wayne, why do you like side B? You like gives up Deshaun Watson, Javante Williams, gets Mac Jones the one ten and the one eleven. Why did you like that side? Here it is, the old twister. The world may never know. The world may never know. You said said Team B was getting Javante Williams. No, he didn't. Nope, Team B gives Deshaun and Javante gets Mac Jones 110 and 111. Side A got Javante, who Goni just liked. Oh, I'm on side A. Gross. I like C. Tony in a 24-1 for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, super flex, that's way too cheap. He's worth more than Kadarius Tony in a 24 first. That's the clear winner to me. Sorry, I was wrong. Mac Jones was the QB 23 this year oh. with no end in sight of getting significantly better. Gross. Wayne, have you had a, a, an about face on Javonta Williams? You were his number one hater the last few years. No, I, I just, it was literally only last year. And it's because everybody was acting like he was going to be the RB1 and it wasn't even close. And I was just like, but Melvin Gordon's still there and Russell Wilson is going to come in and, and they're going to pass him more and all this stuff. I, I didn't think Javante Williams was going to suck. I just thought there was going to be, uh, it was going to turn into a more pass heavy offense and Melvin Gordon was going to vulture. Now that yeah. Melvin's Gordon, now that Melvin Gordon is gone, and Russell Wilson has shown that he definitely needs a run game to be successful, um, 
I'm on the Javante Williams train for next year. So you are buying. He's pretty cheap right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? A first for Javante? A late first? And no, uh, it's definitely got to be a first, and probably adds. First plus, yeah. D Quinn ten. Twelve team half PPR. Give the one oh three and Deontay Johnson to get the one oh one. I think I do. Yeah, you're snap calling that for me. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I mean Deontay's not that much of a give to get Bijan Robinson. I agree. Um, this is a good one. We're just going to have a few more here. We'll wrap it up. Hito Turkoglu. Great name. Hito. Great NBA player. Welcome to the podcast. Great NBA player. Played for Prime Sacramento last time they were good. 10-team, one-quarterback PPR. Six-point passing touchdown, and that matters. This is a good one. Give Patrick Mahomes and Mark Andrews. Get Lamar, Garrett Wilson, and Kyle Pitts. In a 10-team, one-quarterback, six-point passing touchdown, PPR, give Mahomes and Andrews, get Lamar, Garrett Wilson, and Pitts. You better not be on the Lamar side, Gone. Why? Why can't I be on the Lamar side? <laughs> I've just heard. I so can much argue slander. against it if if you want, man. I can absolutely <laughs> so much argue slander. against it. So much slander on my guy Lamar. Now go go ahead. Which which side do you guys like? I like. It's hard not to take the Lamar side. Sorry, go ahead, Wayne. I like Mahomes and Mark Andrews. Wow. I'm on the Lamar side. Why Why are you on the Mahomes Andrews side, Wayne? Uh, six point passing touchdowns. It's the only reason. Yep, and it's a great reason. It's a great reason, honestly. It's it levels the playing field between the the runners and the pocket guys. I just like in a ten team, you need studs at positions. Yeah, I feel like Lamar is not that big of a downgrade if he stays healthy. Andrews has shown this year that it is possible for even to be in the top. Really, even if you're the tight end two, you're not making the biggest difference in the world in the grand scheme of things. Kelsey was like the overall wide receiver, like three or four is what his finish would have been if converted from tight end to wide receiver. So, I mean, if you can get a stud out of Garrett Wilson and who else did you say? Kyle Someone Pitts. Else. Yeah, Kyle Pitts. If Kyle Pitts, you know, turns into what everyone's been waiting for, then I'd like to lock up those three spots forever. Yep. Just not that concerned about QB, you know, in, in a one quarterback league, and, and I mean Pitts to me has just as high of a ceiling as Mark Andrews, personally, and we all know how we feel about Garrett Wilson. That was an easy one for me. Um, also like Lamar, Grand Act sixty nine oh two, Wayne twelve team PPR, side A McCaffrey Kittle in the two oh seven. Caffrey, Kittle in the 207. Side B, Jetta. Mm. Side B. I think I'm taking Jetta too, Gone. What, what about you? Man. If you want to play for a championship right now, I, I feel like it's the McCaffrey and Kittle side. I really do. The team is great. I don't really blame. I don't blame. Uh, it's so hard. That's so difficult to me, man. Just because when Kirk leaves, I'm going to have Jamar Chase as my number one quarterback for, or I'm sorry, number one wide receiver for sure, hands down, the Easy. second Kirk leaves. Easy. So, so that's just what makes it rough. I know that we said, you know, he's quarterback proof, but. It, it's close for me. You know what's swaying me? What is it? You're giving me two Niners. Mm. That's what's swaying me. You're giving me two well, guys on the same squad. It, it It's kind of like the argument we had, right, about tight ends. I mean, the difference between tight end three and tight end six isn't winning new leagues. 
I'm not that interested in, in Kittle here. I mean, McCaffrey is a great starting point for Jetto, but the 207 and Kittle just doesn't does do it for me. Boys, I have a live question that just came in right now. Charles Brown, number one fan of the podcast. Charles Brown, I owe you a gift, and it's on its way. He just asked. He was just offered Jahan Dotson, your boy, for Jordan Love. It is a half-point PPR, two tight end premium super flex. He's got Hertz, Desmond Ritter, Huntley, Minshew, and Love as his quarterbacks. I'll let Wayne take that one. Uh yeah. Yeah, you need to find you another quarterback cuz you've got um your your QB2 is definitely hurting, but I mean, I don't think you're losing a lot. Sending Jordan Love and Jahan Dotson definitely has potential to be a stud. Yeah, Jahan's, Jahan's the most underrated player, man. It's I mean, he's he showed it when he was on the field. He produced. He got you numbers with one of the worst quarterback situations in the league. Jordan Love, to me, is a game manager at best. I mean, you know, LaFleur is going to want to run the ball, throw it 15, 20 times a game. And what he's put on film has been gross. Uh, I, I do it, but I'm with Wayne. We need reinforcements coming in the draft at the QB spot, hopefully. Yeah, I, I'm in there as well. He, he also said he has Gabe Davis, Pittman, Dobbs, Lazard, Shakir, Russell Gage, and Josh Palmer as his wide receivers right now. So I, I like the reinforcement as well. I like the upside. Give me Jahan Dotson for for Love. I'm, I'm on the train as well that I don't really think Love is going to do anything crazy or beneficial. He's not going to take off. He hasn't done anything in the games that he's he's played in in the meantime it hasn't been very many he hasn't got to show what he's got but i don't think we see you know an aaron Rodgers, brett Favre situation coming out of this or a patrick mahomes alex smith situation anything of the sort so give me the upside with jahan dotson go ahead and send away love well clean clean sweep matt bb 26 it's a one quarterback Josh Allen in the 305, or Jerry Judy, the 101, and Kirk Cousins? One more time, Josh Allen in the 305 for Kirk Cousins, Jerry Judy in the 101. Superflex? No. Wayne, being a Josh Allen owner in multiple leagues, your thoughts? A non-superflex? I'm shipping that. It actually doesn't say. Non, we're shipping it for sure, right? We can all agree. Uh, Really? With the 101 and Judy for Allen? You're doing that? That's easy money. And a one quarterback, yeah. And a one quarterback. That's what what we're saying. saying. Yeah, yeah. one quarterback. We're all dead. In a super flex, are you doing it for Kirk Cousins, Judy, and the 101? Probably not. No. Not enough. Kirk no. Cousins is essentially uh, he's only got a couple years left in him regardless. Yeah, Who knows best. where his next his next stop is if any and how he's going to perform there. Yeah. It really only goes down, right? Let's just let's just think about this for a second. If he goes anywhere else, you're losing one of the top wide receivers in the game. He can only go down in theory after Minnesota, right? Is there anywhere he lands that's a quarterback needy where he can at least stay on par with those numbers? Tampa. Maybe Tampa. That's a good that's a good spot, Wayne. That is that I mean, yeah. That's a good if call. If they can see it is a good call and it is with the talent, but with them being they couldn't afford Kirk. They can't afford their own players right now. Well, Lenny's cut. Lenny's gonna be cut. Yeah, 100 guys are going to be cut. They have 24 (laughs) impending free agents right now. They have to cut everyone. They have to cut probably guys out of the front office. (laughs) They got to get a new janitor staff. That's a little bit cheaper. Yeah, bro, they're cutting down people on the concession stands. There's not going to be as many hot dog salesmen going around the stadium, cotton candy, peanuts, beer. You know, it's 
It's going to be rough. All in. Zach P13. 12-team Superflex PPR. Garrett Wilson for Swift and Najee. Give me it. Give me Swift and Najee for Garrett Wilson. How can you not? It's a, that's a, a classic case of the hype exceeding production, right, with Garrett Wilson? Yeah, dude, that's uh, absolutely. That's the ultimate. That's a major sell high right there. You've got two of the younger running backs in the league, both coming off of down years, you know, swift with injury, but that's a steal in my opinion. Yeah, snap call. Yeah. These guys sit if these guys have a bounce back year, both of them, you're sitting on a gold mine. You could sell for like triple that. Yeah. I agree. Uh D Quintin has a second question. Uh it's it's a quick hitter. What do you package with the one oh three to get the one oh one? I think he's just looking for just a a, a comp. Hmm. Um let me throw a few names out there at you. What about Aaron Jones? I I mean, I would do it if I was on the 103 side, but not if I was on the 101 side. Dobbins. I feel like that's a good one. I was going to say Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce is good. What about about McLaurin? Too much? If I had the 101 and we're talking in a vacuum... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know about McLaurin. I don't know if I like him enough, personally. I know he's talented. He's great, but it just doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> Wayne, are you, <laughs> if you have the 101, are you taking McLaurin and the 103 for it? No. No, I am what not. About, what about Christian Kirk? Nope. Oh, all right. Is there any receiver? Are you just poo-pooing all the wide receivers? Devonta Smith. Hmm. No, we all know. I think Devonta Smith is going to get his whole body shattered. You're wild. Wild in the streets, sir. Devonta Smith in a 103. You can have it, the 101. So what tier What tier are we looking for? Like, does, Do you need A.J. Brown? Do you, do you just hate wide receivers? I would, get, like, I would get a buy low, and I would do – I would go for Hollywood. I so you that. you would sell your 101 for a 103 in Hollywood? Yeah. I, I would. He's proven Fair it. Enough. He's proven it. I what about... Get uh, more. Interesting. I like those questions. Wide programmer 340. Cam Akers or Rashad White next year in a half-point PPR? Cam Akers a hundred times over. Can I put a doink on it with you, Beggs? Please. I'm not. No, I, Rashad White's not the. I hate Cam Akers. With, with I know you, you don't hate Rashad. You don't hate anyone in the league as much as Cam Akers. <laughs> Every five, but I, I might hate Rashad White worse. Wayne Wayne has has totally turned me against all Tampa running backs. Uh I'm going to ride with my guy, Wayne, on this one and say Cam Akers, but I hate it. A clean sweep for Cam Akers. Man. Uh, Goni, give me a guy for Cam Akers. We'll put a doink on it. Who? Give me a guy. Rashad White. Would you do a uh, Aaron Jones? No, no, man. Not without Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Aaron Jones without Rodgers. No? Okay. Still gonna catch his passes out of the backfield. Okay. My man's just taking the RB nine, and oh, this is a great doing. Let me take the RB nine and put him against Cam Akers, who I absolutely hate because he has he's had major injuries. That's major. a fair one. Uh, going, Aaron Jones is gonna regress. You know that, and I know that. Let me. Uh, Cam Akers was like the 32 man. He was like the RB 32 or something. Is Aaron Jones going to touch RB 32 status? Dude, I think he. he no, probably not. He's going to slip precipitously. Is that a word? Precipitously. 
Would you take ooh, David Montgomery? I'll take David Montgomery. You'd take Cam Akers? I don't know what the status of David Montgomery is. I have to wait to see if he's going to be back in Chicago. What if I took A.J. Dillon? That's a good one. I don't want to have to root against A.J. Dillon. Let's just not do it, man. I, I tried to get you at, your, at your word on Rashad White, and you hate Cam Akers. Words, I, took, I took Cam Akers. I mean, I... You're good. It's fine. It's, it's all good, man. All right, last two. Jaywalk 877, 12-team super flex. Give Ryan Tannehill in a second, 24 second. Ryan Tannehill in a 24 second for the 111 and 211. Yeah, 100%. Who is he Ryan playing? Ryan Tannehill. He'll go somewhere. Someone's going to need him, but they ain't going to be happy about it. Tampa? <laughs> Does he go to Tampa? He could, but I promise you, no one in that fan base is going to be hyped for, <laughs> we saw him drive Tannehill, yes! He's going to be the last one off the quarterback carousel this season, and it's going to be one of those, oh, we missed out on this guy. Oh, we missed out on this guy. Oh, we got Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> I'll be hurt. Yeah. It could be a Falcon. Could be a lot of things. None of them are good. Wayne, are you doing that? You, are you shipping away Ryan Tannehill for the one eleven and two eleven? Yeah, hundred percent. All right, stats fifteen should be a quick one. Pacheco for the twenty three, two o three. Yeah, Pacheco no. for the two o three. Now. I think Pacheco is is the most overrated player in fantasy. I'm I'm looking to sell him, but yeah, you're not getting a value. You can get a first form right now. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm not taking anything less than a late first. Wayne, I'm keeping Pacheco. Yeah, uh, Italmo, ten team half PPR. Michael Pittman in the three hundred two for the one hundred four. Yep. Send it. Give me Wayne. the 104. I'd like to throw another dart. Michael Wayne. Pittman in what? What pick? 302. Oh, yeah. 100%. All right. Last two. Jengaroo Cat 2. See what you did there. The 102 for JT in a 10 team. Hmm. He's also got the 101, he said. Oh, he's also got the 101. Say that one more time. The 102 for Jonathan Taylor. And he also has the uh, 101. I don't know. I think I'd just rather reload on some youngins. The 10-teamer. I probably do that. I think. I think I do it too. I think I do it too, but I don't love it. But I think I do it too. He's still young. You don't love it now, but you might love it. You know, midway through next season, and you're gonna get Bijan on top of it. It's it's a win-win, man. I think I do it. Yeah, I think I like JT over Gibbs as a prospect, as a player. Just me, Wayne. I would rather have Gibbs. Rather have Gibbs. Fair. I respect it. Last one. The Freak Show 55. Which of these tight ends do you believe in most? Please rank. Okwankwo, Dolchich, McBride, Kate Otten, or Belinger? A.K.A. Bellinger. Belinger, number one. Kate Otten looked good. You got to throw it out there, Wayne. That's your guy. Okonkwo at the two. Love that. It's got to be Dulcich. Who was the other one? Dulcich, McBride, and Otten. Dulcich, Otten, McBride. Is the quarterback in Tampa scaring you off Kate Otten? Absolutely. Why? Why isn't 
the quarterback scaring you off, Chico Quanquo. Volume. I think uh, I, I think if you have a bad quarterback, you're going to want to go to the top receivers. Not okay. necessarily, not necessarily K. Dotton. We don't. The Bucks don't really have any burners. Like we've got a lot of second level guys that kind of work counterintuitive to the tight end. So if we're not throwing like little tight end fades, I mean, most of the time Chris Godwin's going to be coming out of the slot right in the second level with them. So I, I think that'll be more of the safety valve than than a tight end plus. Kate Dotton's a great blocker. We need great blockers blocking. <laughs> Gone. Who who are you taking here? Who's your five? Um, I'm probably gonna put. I'm gonna do tiers, and it's probably Okonkwo and Belinger in the first tier. The second tier for me is gonna be probably Dulcich and McBride. And then whoever we have left, I don't even Kate, remember. Kate Otten. Yeah, Kate Otten. Uh, he had a great year. He, I mean, as a rookie and everything, but yeah, I don't know. It doesn't inspire a lot of confidence in that offense. Uh, I'm going to disagree with all of you. I'm going to go with Dulcich as my number one. Uh, he, put, he looked good when he played last year. He got the best quarterback out of the bunch. I trust in Sean Payton. Dulcich is the guy I'd be going to get out of these five. Bellinger, in terms of talent, has got to be my number two. Then it's it's Chig and McBride or Otten. It that doesn't really matter. Probably McBride, I think, just for the pedigree. But don't sleep on Dulcich, man. Alberto, he took Alberto's job last year. Don't sleep on him. I like that. I, I completely forgot about the Sean Payton signing. If Sean Payton wasn't there, then... I like I said I don't like him as much just because uh, Russell Wilson has never ever in the history of ever favored any of his tight ends and that includes Jimmy Graham who came from the Sean Payton Saints. But with Sean Payton back, you definitely you're onto something with that. So tip it a cap. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for the episode, man. Uh, Wayne's sleepy eyeballs for MVP. I'm pretty sure he does to have half this episode. I can't Let's wait go. to I can't wait to listen back and catch a few snores. <laughs> <laughs>